Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hour number two of Fantasy Sports today. Our focus here on this hour of the show is a lot of fantasy football. So thanks for jumping aboard. Aaron Lemming will join us. We'll talk some Chicago Bears off of their interesting game last night. We'll also talk about four big takeaways from the game that you should be paying attention to in fantasy football. Don't go anywhere. Fantasy Sports today. Hour number two starts now. Like to talk a little bit about sports? Fantasy sports today. Jazz Chisholm, infielder who is now in the Marlins system. I never really thought 10 years ago that there would be major league players coming out of the Bahamas that would have the kind of impact that, that you guys are going to have. In the Bahamas, we play baseball, basketball, football, soccer, track and field. But my main three sports was baseball, basketball, and football. I was pretty good at basketball, but I was only I was a short guy that can dunk. But I played really good safety for football but I feel like I was always better with baseball I feel like my love for the game was baseball more than any other game all right welcome back this is hour number two of fantasy sports today Craig Mish with you here on FNTSY radio it is time for us to dive into some fantasy football discussion you can hit me up on Twitter at Craig Mish at FNTSY radio as we close out another week of fantasy sports today August 9th, 2019, if you're listening on demand. Our first hour of the show, baseball-themed. Our second hour of the show, football-themed. So keep an eye out for that as we move forward. All right, let's uh, let's kind of dive into some takeaways from last night in fantasy football. And, uh, and I have four that I would like to talk about here at the top of the show. And you guys can you know certainly weigh in and tell me what you think. David Montgomery of the Chicago Bears is going to be the back of the future. And I say that with a little bit of uh, cynicism because I think that most of everybody in the fantasy community feels that way already. Jordan Howard is basically the fallback plan, I think, at this point. Um, Now that they've sent him to Philadelphia, I don't think that he obviously will factor in at all there. And so it's interesting to me to see what David Montgomery can do with the uh, with the Bears. And I would say that we'll talk to Aaron Lemming about that coming up. There's some players that even though they get off to a good start, you're not going to really know whether or not you're going to have value for them in a fantasy football draft. But I can tell you right now, Montgomery only has Mike Davis ahead of him. And now that Howard is gone, he's a non-factor. So it's the Montgomery show for sure. Tariq Cohen, of course, will get some carries. But uh, Aaron Lemming will weigh in on that in just a little bit. Miami Dolphins last night. Preston Williams 
four catches, 97 yards. Can't be the last pick in the draft anymore. Missed the boat there. That's gone. If you didn't take him in any draft previously, you ain't going to get him now. That's over. He had a monster game last night. Dolphins uh, had Josh Rosen playing a little bit there. The offensive line, of course, is going to be an issue, and I don't even know if Josh Rosen's any good, honestly. But this kid, Preston Williams, probably could be the Dolphins' wide receiver two or three this year. I don't, I don't think there's any question. And given the nature of Kenny Stills at this point, you wonder if Miami would just uh, cut bait at this point. Kenny Stills is a great guy, but politics and football just are not mixing, as you guys have seen over the past few years. So that is my second takeaway from yesterday. The third one is, and and Brad Ziegler talked about this, so I was curious. I paid attention. Dexter Williams of the Green Bay Packers last night. 14 carries, 62 yards. Could there be an opportunity for Dexter Williams to jump ahead of Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones? Maybe. He looked apart last night, that's for sure. Remember, though, a lot of these kids are playing against the twos, the threes, and beyond in the second, third, and fourth quarter. But a impressive debut for sure for De- uh, Dexter Williams. That's my third one. And then my last one is a little bit disappointing because I did like get him in the Raz Bowl draft, and I waited, and I waited, and I waited, and it was like the 15th round, and I'm like, you know what? Eventually, let's do it. But uh, Jarek McKinnon, simply not healthy. Not only is he not going to play in the preseason games, but uh, they're saying two to four weeks he had a PRP injection. That's That's not good news, guys. Very sad for a player that, The 49ers invested some good money in. They thought he'd be their running back of the future. He missed all of last year. It looks like he's still not healthy after a year. And so the arrow definitely pointing up for sure on Sean's guy, Tevin Coleman, and on my guy, Matt Breida. We'll see. We'll we'll, uh, we'll have to make a little side wager at the end of the season. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready to do it. What could could we, uh, we... We have to construct a fair bet, though, right? Like total fantasy points? Is that is that would that be a fair bet at the end of the year? Who has the most fantasy points, including sure? In let's a PPR, do that. That's a fair in a, bet in a PPR. Of in course. a PPR, absolutely. In a in a PPR format, Matt Breida versus Tevin Coleman. Yeah, we could point do that. five or one point per reception. Um, if I'm taking Breida, I would want my full point. <laughs> All right. good, good try though, there by you. <laughs> Eight points per reception. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, <laughs> you know, Tevin Coleman ain't catching any passes. It's all over. That's the reason why I got. I would take this bet. We'll yeah. we'll come up with something before the NFL season. We have to wait until like we get closer to Week One, though. Here, because you, you don't, don't want to make yeah. a silly bet. One, one of the two guys gets hurt. And it's like, and Breed has been hurt like a jillion times already. So let's just let's slow our roll until we get to Week One of the uh, of the NFL. All right, we'll take a quick, quick time out. I'm going to preview. The games coming up tonight in both fantasy and reality. As always, you can hit us up here on the show, 844-843-6879. Not a full slate of preseason games tonight and tomorrow, but we still have one, two, three, four, five games to talk about. So we'll dive into those next, and I'll give you any fantasy football updates that are going on throughout the day. Coaches, of course, talking the day after their games. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I am Craig Mish. Also, don't forget, coming up 2 o'clock Eastern, It's time for full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto, Adam Ronis, they got you covered from 2 to 4. And the rest of the programming carrying you throughout the weekend 
here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'll take a quick timeout and be back in just a couple of minutes with some previews of tonight's games. Don't go away. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you as we carry on here in the second hour of our show. First hour, a little baseball. Second hour, a little football. That's how we do it here. And, um, yeah, I, I think that last night, in terms of what I saw, I would say that there were a couple of risers there for sure. You, everyone just gets so caught up because we haven't seen football in so long that the ADP risers really are the ones to stay away from at this point. 
if somebody likes a player more than you, it's probably based off just that one game, and you never want to judge that in the first week of of the preseason. I'll say that for sure. But that being said, it was great to have it back. It was great to have some other things on TV besides baseball. It's been a while. It has been a while. And I think that for me, next week things start to get serious. Next week things start to get you, you start to have your average people who are who are playing fantasy involved in this thing. Because I think that a lot of times what we do here and we do in the fantasy community, in the fantasy industry, a lot of times we talk here as experts. We always feel like we're talking to uh, you know, the the twenty four seven guys, the people who play fantasy and who watch uh, football and who study film when a lot of times believe it or not people who subscribe to podcasts and they listen to our shows they are just the average fan trying to get a little bit of a leg up so if we can provide that then we do it but that's why i don't get too deep into this stuff until we get uh you know until we have some data until we have some film until you start to see things and Never understood why July is, is a launching off point for football. For me, it's always been August, and it really has nothing to do with football. I just don't think that you can force the average fan into fantasy football. Is it, I'll give you an example. So last, uh, last yesterday, uh, you know, look, the baseball players all love to play fantasy, and that includes the uh, the staff too of of all baseball teams. Like that, this is a, a good release for a lot of people. And if I try to bring up fantasy football to these guys right now, as much and as passionate as they are going to be about this thing in a month from now, they all say the same thing. You know, give give me the give me the info like a week before, and I'm good. Because nobody's really, you know, the, these the novice people are just not going to draft on August 9th. It's just not going to happen. So why should we cater to the diehards? When eighty percent of the country is drafting in a month, I and mean, it's just that's just you know simple math. But either way, I digress. Okay, so uh, in terms of tonight's games, tonight's games specifically, and tomorrow because we're not going to be here tomorrow, so I figured let's go ahead and preview them all. Uh, Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh tonight. Okay, uh, what am I looking for with Tampa Bay? Look, Bruce Arians is now the head coach of the Bucks. I don't think that we'll see a lot of starting time from these players. But at this stage, you'll, you're going to see something completely different that you haven't seen before. Arians, of course, with that offense that he had in Arizona and in Pittsburgh before that. I would think that even the backup quarterbacks and some of the wide receivers get a lot of action tonight in Pittsburgh. So we'll certainly check that out. In terms of players, I'm not really... Yeah, look, Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones are going to fight a lot this this uh, preseason. Arians talked up Jones a little bit, but you know he's on the team, so can you really buy that a hundred percent? I'm not so sure. So for me, I think that it's more on the Pittsburgh side of things, to be honest with you, because you're going to have an opportunity for a uh, emerging wide receiver too at some point, given the fact that Roethlisberger always likes to mix it up with Antonio Brown gone, Juju number one. Everyone knows that. Some nice opportunities, I think, to figure out who the wide receiver two will be. And then one of my uh, little sleepers in the NFL, Benny Snell, will probably get a look tonight. The backup running back to James Conner in Pittsburgh. So I'll keep an eye on him, and I think that'll be a game that I'll be curious on. Minnesota at New Orleans. The Vikings, a lot of people are picking the Vikings to win the Super Bowl, I've noticed. That, that, that's not a bad, bad choice, I don't think. Now, I thought they would win last year. And then I saw Kirk Cousins play a whole season and thought, 
don't know ever that Minnesota will end up winning a Super Bowl. Cousins is the kind of guy I think that, that Minnesota could be like 14 and two. But they get to that first round and he has like the worst game of his career. I just my trust factor there isn't all there now for fantasy. Look, they are loaded without a doubt. Dalvin Cook and Phelan and Diggs on the outside, even at tight end Kyle Rudolph, if not him or Smith, they got a lot. But why would Minnesota, who is almost guaranteed to be close or in the playoffs, sacrifice anything in the preseason and showing anything? I don't think they will. So I wouldn't expect much of them tonight. The New Orleans Saints, uh, Latavius Murray and uh, Alvin Kamara, always going to be value there. The player that I'm curious about on the Saints is Traquan Smith. Is Traquan Smith going to take the next step for New Orleans. This is an important preseason for him. And um, with Cameron Meredith gone, they really don't have a ton of great wide receiving options. So I'll, I'll check that out tonight. But these are two teams that are among the favorites in the NFC and are definitely playoff bound. And crazy things can happen in the NFL. Of course, one guy gets hurt and it's over. But that, to me, is somewhat curious. Bengals and Chiefs. Now, there's a story this morning, and I guess this was over on Satellite Radio, where Andy Reid basically said that there's going to be a running back committee uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. So you have Damian Williams, Darrell Williams, Carlos Hyde, and Darwin Thompson. Those are the four. For whatever reason, the Chiefs have taken on this old Denver Broncos mantra of whoever runs for them, ends up having a good year, but you can't quite figure out who that will be. If you go back even a few years, there were people who were handcuffing and, and drafting this guy. Remember Niall Davis? It just didn't matter who the running back was for the Chiefs. Spencer Ware and Kareem Hunt, Jamal Charles before that, right? Larry Johnson before that. That's going way back. Larry Johnson wants me a fantasy league once upon a time. So, yeah, whoever is at running back, good, uh, good, good stuff for the Chiefs for sure. Great offensive line and great coaching. Cincinnati Bengals, there are some people who feel this is the tank job team, that they're looking to get the number one overall pick in the draft. Andy Dalton, how much longer can he play? Another year, two. They're missing a ton on the offensive line. They're missing a ton on defense. They have great skill position players, Boyd, Green, Mixon, but is it enough? And by the way, could Joe Mixon be the David Johnson of last year? playing on a really poor offense that can't spread the ball around that all teams focus in on him may very well be got to be careful of that now going into last year I didn't love Mixon and he definitely proved me wrong so I'm not going to make that same mistake twice but it is definitely something to consider for sure if he is the focal point and only part of that offense with AJ Green out if defense is key on Mixon or, or do his carries look like 12 carries 30 yards could be Rams and the Raiders, I th I look, the most intriguing story maybe of, of, of all of fantasy is what Todd Gurley is going to be. How does Todd Gurley go from the number one overall pick in fantasy to not even being used in the Super Bowl? Like, who in the world knows what's going on there? I don't know. I don't even want to guess. But the Rams are uh, clearly one of the favorites, if not the favorites, to go back to the Super Bowl. And the Raiders, without a doubt, the Raiders are in an interesting position, too. I saw last night they lost their... Uh, or their, uh, Gabe Jackson has an injury that is curious. And also I saw a report yesterday as well that Antonio Brown 
is not has not been with the team or hasn't been around and they can't find him or something. I mean, man, like, this is like the worst case scenario for that. I think Antonio Brown will be fine, but hey, I hate reading these stories in the preseason about him. That's for sure. Cowboys and 49ers. Maybe we'll get a look at who would play if Zeke Elliott doesn't play this season for Dallas. I don't think any of us anticipate that. But we'll get an opportunity to see some backup running backs for sure coming from Dallas. And then the 49ers, look, I I really liked them going into last year. And then Garoppolo got hurt. And that was the end. There's some reports Marquise Goodwin is on the roster bubble. Didn't think I would hear that. But they have Dante Pettis and they have some other options there. Make no mistake about it, the number one offensive option on the the 49ers is George Kittle, without a doubt. And then we get our uh, bet started tonight. Sean and I will get our first look at Evan Coleman in a 49ers uniform and Matt Breida. We'll figure out what we're going to do as far as that goes. By the way, NFL preseason, what is the interest level? Let me give you a quick uh, hit. Go over to StubHub, take a look. Any game going on in the next two days, you can get in the door for $10 at any preseason game. What does that tell you? We'll take a quick time out. We'll be right back. We have more fantasy sports today coming up. Aaron Lemming will join us. We'll talk Bears. Don't go away. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. 
become best friends? Yep. The best friends forever. Philip Lindsay last year had the greatest undrafted free agent season in the history of the NFL. But he's got a new coach, a new regime. Everything has changed for him in Denver. Here we are once again, Philip Lindsay versus Royce Freeman. Where, sir, Eric, do you have Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman ranked? I've got them list uh, 64-65 overall. Uh, wow. And that's real close. Watch live weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. One. All right, welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Greg Mish back with you. We continue our fantasy football conversation in this hour of the show. Week one of the NFL preseason is well underway. Some games tonight and tomorrow, but let's uh, do a little recap of one of the games that happened last night between the Carolina Panthers and Chicago Bears. And Aaron Lemming joins me here on the show. You can follow him on Twitter at Aaron Lemming NFL, writes for 24-7 Sports. Aaron, thanks for coming on. How are you? Doing good. How about you? I'm doing well, Aaron. Well, listen, I mean, there's a lot of great stories that I think that we can get to here with the Bears, but let's start off with, I would say, maybe the most annoying one for fantasy, which is trying to figure out who will be the kicker of the Chicago Bears this year. I feel like this is like uh, taking over a life of its own, maybe the top story of the Bears going in. And where are we at with this? Well, I don't think we're any closer than we were moving into last night's game. I think, especially right now with the Bears, They've got a situation where I think they absolutely want Eddie Pinheiro to be the one to win the job. And last night, he just simply wasn't that good. He was one for two uh, with field goals, but even the 23-yarder that he made didn't really look that good. And I think the bigger issue with Elliott Fry is leg strain. And I know he made the you know the 60-yarder during camp not too long ago, but obviously, as we know, you know making a 60-yard field goal with no pressure uh, when it's 83 or 84 degrees outside versus making, you know, a 50-yard field goal when it's, you know, 10 to 12 degrees outside in the, in the middle of December in a big game. I mean, it's just a completely different situation. So I think, I mean, obviously you still got three games left, but I think at least right now uh, I would say that the, there's a higher chance that the option for the kicker is probably not on the roster versus one of Elliott Fry or Eddie Pinheiro. Hmm, interesting. And, uh, yeah, I followed Eddie, played at the University of Florida, which is where uh, I went to, and I, I thought he'd have a nice NFL career. But, yeah, yeah. on the bubble, no doubt. Um, okay, so now on the field, in, in terms of, Aaron, what happened last night, uh, the Bears kind of went at this with not a lot of or almost any of their really starting players playing. And that would you kind of agree with that assessment? It seemed like a ton of backups. And then, of course, we'll get into David Montgomery, but it did seem like a lot of the secondary players started right from the beginning. Yeah, it was definitely the case. Uh, Trubisky and I think all of the uh, starting offensive line outside of Kyle Long were in there uh, on the offense for three plays. They ran the ball three times to Mike Davis, and it was three and out, and that was the end of it. And they had, I think it was Eddie Goldman, HaHa Clint Dix, and I want to say I'm, I'm kind of I'm drawing a blank, but I think it was Blaul Nichols was the other starting defensive player. But again, they played one series, and that was it. So. That's kind of been the goal with Matt Nagy, even even last year when I mean they weren't considered a playoff team. I mean he played the starters very sparingly, and I think that's kind of the uh, the key for him right now is just maintaining what they have, uh, keeping players healthy, and really getting into week one and beyond with you know all twenty two of their starters on both sides of the ball, you know, and, and just having those guys healthy. So I think that's going to be a big thing moving forward. I don't particularly expect to see. 
much of the starters in general. I think we may see him a little bit next week, but uh, at least following what Nagy did last year, I mean, he didn't have any of the starters out there for week three, which is supposed to be the dress rehearsal. So I think we may see him for a little bit next week, maybe a quarter, if that. And that's, I mean, I don't think Quill Mack and those guys are going to play, but I don't think we're going to see the starters much until week one kicks off uh, in early September. Aaron Lemming is with us. You can follow him on Twitter at Aaron Lemming NFL and his work over at 24-7 Sports. And so in, in our circles, in our world, Aaron, clearly David Montgomery is the story, no question. And the path seems to be open for him to take that running back role and go with it. Mike Davis, wherever he's gone, has done a good job, especially with the Seahawks. So I'm kind of wondering how this will shake out. And for fantasy owners who are now clamoring and rising in his average draft position to grab David Montgomery. Is that the smart move, or do you think Nagy goes with multiple guys? I think Nagy is absolutely going to go with uh, multiple guys here. I think that when you look at what the offense that he's come from with Andy Reid, outside of what they did with Kareem Hunt, um, and then even what the Eagles have done, just those offenses in general have always favored going with multiple backs. And I think that's exactly what he wants to do. I mean, he finally got the fix, and I think that's the big thing. Obviously, Tariq Cohen's going to be a big factor. Uh, you know, you've, you've got him. I think he's going to be more of a receiver, much like he was last year. I mean, he's going to run the ball maybe maybe 100 times this year. Um, but I think it's really – it comes down to the two guys, and that's going to be Mike Davis and David Montgomery. And I think that Davis is going to be probably featured a little bit more, I'd say, on third down, just because, at least right now, he's more of an established pass blocker. Uh, you know, in the short yardage situations. But I think David Montgomery is going to be one of those players by the end of the year. He's going to be he, – he's probably going to be the – I would say the primary back in the, uh, you know, committee or whatever it is. But I don't know that he's ever going to have enough touches per game to where it's going to be worth it in terms of fantasy to where you're going to want to have him as one of your primary backs. And that's that's just kind of the thing. I think that's going to drive a lot of fans crazy is that I think Matt Nagy's going to – from a week-to-week standpoint, I think he's going to feature a different running back, and he's going to go with an asterisk. That's just what he's always done. Um, and, you know, Jordan Howard last year was clearly not a fit, but now he's got, you know, three guys that are a fit, and I think he's just going to use that to his advantage from a week-to-week basis. But I don't think we're really going to see one guy consistently running away with the carries, and that's that's definitely going to be an issue when you're talking about fantasy for sure. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron uh... You know, I, I thought Anthony Miller was, was the best receiver coming out of the NFL uh, draft last year. I saw him make some unbelievable catches. And I, and I know that this offense isn't necessarily conducive to us seeing that kind of talent, but we did see it in the second half of last year quite a bit. Does he emerge at the end of the year as the as the top target for Mitch Trubisky and for fantasy? Can he make that leap where he's like, let's say, a startable player on our rosters every week, or is it going to be a matchup-based thing? Well, I think with Anthony Miller, the big key with him and Trubisky is he's going to be on the same page. Uh, like you pointed out, they were a lot better in the second half of last year, but they even struggled in camps at some point this year, really getting that connection. I think part of it is the fact that Anthony Miller is a fantastic route runner. He's got fantastic feet. The change of direction is, is, is really good with him. But he also freelances within his routes a lot, and I think that's going to be one of those things that they're really going to have to beat out of him in terms of you know trying to trying to get him into an NFL receiver. Now, normally I would say that he's probably going to end up being one of their you know the primary targets, and as far as receivers he may be. But I think Allen Robinson is going to be the one name to really keep an eye on. Uh, Trubisky's connection with him last year, especially the end of last year, was absolutely incredible. 
all camp this year, it's been the same thing. Him and it, I mean, Trubisky's had his up and ups and downs, uh, but I mean, it's been every day has been consistently Allen Robinson day. I mean, he has dominated Kyle Fuller. He's dominated Benjamin Kamara. I mean, he's dominated anybody he's gone against. And like I said, that's that's been Trubisky's main target. So I think that Anthony Miller is going to have a good year. And I expect uh, Trubisky to throw the ball more than last year, you know, and obviously I think he's going to have more passing yards than last year. But I think that if you're looking for that primary receiver in the Bears offense, I still think it's going to be a guy like Allen Robinson. All right, Aaron, uh, last one for you in uh, in our circles. Look, you know how the fantasy game is played late in the year. There are going to be a lot of players that nobody ends up drafting that that end up on the radar. Is there a sleeper? Is there a player or two on offense somewhere hidden in the depth chart? or even at the top of the depth chart that is undervalued right now, how people view them in fantasy? Well, I think the only one that would really come to mind, and this is purely health-based, would be Adam Shaheen. Because if Adam Shaheen is healthy, he, he may be one of those guys that in PPR leagues, you know, he's, he's not really going to catch that many balls. He's not going to have that many yards. But the big thing with a guy like Adam Shaheen is he is a huge red zone target. So if he stays healthy and he plays – you know, 14 to 16 games, and that's been an issue for him. He hasn't done that yet. But if he, if he can stay healthy, he's going to be a touchdown machine because the guy is just basically, I mean, 6'6", you can throw the ball up, and he goes up and gets it. I mean, that's really his specialty. So I'd say if there's one sleeper on the offensive side of the ball, it's going to be him. But, again, that's all health-dependent. And I think, unfortunately, with the Bears' offense, there's just – there's a lot of unknowns for one, and I think just because of how they spread the ball around and how they feature players from week to week, it's going to be a little hard. But he would definitely be my guy if I'm going for that deep sleeper. Aaron, thanks again for coming on. Really appreciate it. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up again soon. Thanks for giving me the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. All right, no problem. Aaron Lemming joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at Aaron Lemming NFL and is writing over at 24-7 Sports, breaking down the Chicago Bears and Look, clearly going into the year, they're going to have, if not the best defense in the NFL, it's going to be right up there in terms of fantasy defenses. Again, if it's not the number one defense in the NFL, it's right up there. And and, and crazy enough with Nagy being such an offensive-minded coach that they end up rolling out one of the best defenses. Can you imagine if the Bears ever had that offense matching the defense? It almost never happens in the NFL. But this bear, this Bears team, ironically, reminds me a lot of the uh, the '85 Bears types team, where they kind of pieced together the offense, and it was the defense that was winning a lot of games for them. But maybe uh, Montgomery is the guy. Maybe David Montgomery is the guy that changes that because that was really the one dynamic that it felt like they were a little short on. That's nothing against Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard's okay, and, and he'll be missed a little bit, but. For me, that's that's something that you can't quantify is when you have that elite-type running back in the backfield. And that's just not something that they've had. I never really thought Howard was that. All right, folks, get in the game with a DraftKings Sportsbook account where listeners of this show can get a deposit up to $500. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with up to 50% bonus of up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Eligibility restrictions apply. 
See website for details. And as always, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER-20. And don't forget to be 21 and over to use this uh, sportsbook account. Okay, coming up next, more fantasy football discussion and also some college football discussion. Yes, we are two weeks away from the college football season beginning. It's right on the doorstep, as they call it, week zero. On Sean's show, he uh, had the opportunity to talk to Gary Danielson, who, of course, calls games uh, in the SEC over on CBS. So we will find out who the favorite is in the SEC, I'm guessing, from Gary Including a lot more. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish. Don't go away. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never okay. stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Rain dance. Make it rain. I don't, for the life of me, understand in a copycat league, you've got a, when I tell you, machine-like operation in New England going in. Pull out, insert guy, pull out. And I'm watching Detroit, and they are just all, they're disheveled. They're like their head coach. You know, I love Matt Patricia, but he looked disheveled. The whole team, they only, they had less than 100 yards offense. They were terrible. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you. 
here on the program. We're going to have our college football draft uh, next week. We were going to do it today, but we wanted to give it a little bit more time to get some more people in there. And so what we'll do is we'll have it, I believe, on Tuesday. So for those of you who are into college football, be prepared for that one. That's coming up pretty soon. I'm real excited for the college football season. I know some people... Uh, you know, in the Northeast, they don't follow it as closely. And I understand that. I get it. I mean, I mean, can, if you're married and you have kids like me, can you really just decide, hey, look, I'm going to tell the wife and kids, yeah, I just I can't talk to you all weekend. <laughs> it's just not possible. But I will say this. Coming up soon, we got some. Uh, college football games getting ready to happen here. And specifically, on the 24th of August, we have Miami at uh, Miami versus Florida, my team, at Camping World Stadium in Orlando. And we also have Arizona and Hawaii. I thought there were more games than that on the, on the 24th. Am I wrong? Are there only two games, do you know, Sean, on that, on that day? I don't think it's a full slate, but uh, I thought there was more than that, too. Let me see here. I thought there was more games than, than no. Looks like those are the only two games being played. I thought, is that week zero? Uh, you know, I'll, I think that could be it for the 24th. I, I could have sworn that there was more. But anyway, uh, two games for sure on Saturday, August 24th. And then the following week, Thursday, August 29th, there are a billion games. Friday, there are a lot of games. Saturday, there are a million games. And we're almost there, guys. We just got to hang in another couple of weeks. Now, that Florida-Miami game is, is the big one for me. I mean, that is just huge. Now, I am a Gator living in South Florida. But you can't even get in the door for tickets for less than like 200 bucks. It's, it's, it's like the game of the year in Florida, and it's being played in the first week of the season. Is that right? I did not know you were a Gator. Yeah, I'm oh. a Gator living in South Florida. Yeah, Interesting, how about that? interesting. It should be yeah. fun, that game. Yeah, grew up rooting for Miami, then went to college in Florida and, and, and switched and never went back. That's it. Florida, Dan Mullen should, should be improved this year. Hopefully. Well, I mean, they were good last year. Hopefully they're the they same. <laughs> That's my hope. I think their win total is nine. Uh, Hawaii will be very good this year. They're supposed to be a lot better than they were last year. They'll play Arizona this week so or uh, that week, too. So the, so two games, 7 o'clock Eastern on Saturday the 24th, and then uh, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Arizona, Hawaii, then a uh, little bit later on from Honolulu. Those are the two games there. Thursday the 29th, among some of the games that will be played, Georgia Tech and Clemson. I don't think Georgia Tech has a shot in bleep, but either way. Utah is supposed to be excellent this year, by the way. They have a very high win total, and they are at BYU. That's the late game on Thursday, August 29th, 10-15 Eastern. And then we have a lot of kind of crappy games. UCLA-Cincinnati, oh, that could. there's a possibility that game could be good. Friday, August 30th, let's see. What's the marquee game there? We have Wisconsin at South Florida. South Florida lost, believe it or not, six games in a row to end the year. 
Uh, Purdue at Nevada. That could be an interesting game. A little out of conference. Colorado State, Colorado. Oklahoma State at Oregon State. Oregon State hasn't been good in like 10 years, though. So I can't see them having a shot against Oklahoma State. And then Saturday, August 31st, we got some – we got a couple of uh, monsters. Monster number one, Oregon against Auburn. I would say that's probably – you know what? I don't even know if there are two monsters. That's probably the biggest one. Uh, Northwestern Stanford, Duke, Alabama, and um, that's about it. So, yeah, so like, we have three or four uh, – one big game first weekend – and then I would say a, a, like three the following week. But I like the over on Oregon's win total. If they're going to get that, they may have to beat Auburn. Auburn's a three-point favorite, and they're playing that at Arlington in Texas. So not a home game for them. Anyway, I could go on and on about college football, but you know who else could go on and on? That's Gary Danielson, former NFL quarterback and now a broadcaster for CBS. He was on with Sean on his program yesterday and gave him a little bit of a preview of the SEC and specifically if Georgia can take that next step. Alabama all over the football field two straight years and lost both games. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the things that you have to do when you play Alabama is believe you can beat them. You know, Ohio State, when they beat them, they believed them. And they knew they were good enough to compete with Alabama, and they ended up winning that game despite the fact that they were down 21-6 in that semifinal game. LSU believes they can play and compete and beat them. Obviously, Clemson does. But there's not a lot of teams, really, that really think they're good enough. I don't know in this league. You know, LSU is going to be much improved, uh, and Georgia has other hurdles besides just Florida, a couple teams in the West. But, you know, like, namely, Auburn is a much better football team than everybody's talking about despite their uh, their brutal schedule. But for it would be a huge upset. If you were going to say which college football team – as the best chance to be in their championship game, everybody would concede it's probably Clemson. From there, I'd have to say you'd have to say Alabama would be the next choice, and then after that, it would be Georgia. And that's even before you get to the Big Ten or the Big 12 or the Pac-12. You know, Gary, I was thinking about Georgia and Justin Fields, their uh, true freshman quarterback who has since transferred to Ohio State, but uh, will not sit out the year. And I, just, I, just thinking about all of the transferring that's going on in right, college right. football, and I know Jim Harbaugh talked about it at Big Ten Media Days last month and, and how you'd like to see the rule change a little bit, and I know the NCAA is looking into it, but are you a fan of, of like, the, the, I guess, sort of free agency that, that, that has uh, come to uh, college football? Yeah. I have to be I'm not. Uh, I have to admit I'm not. Yeah. I, I think that one of the things that we should be t- uh, teaching our young adults is that our, our decision to have consequences. And it's not the worst thing in the world to transfer and sit out a year and then get ready to play. I mean, Baker Mayfield did it, and he's mm-hmm. turned out pretty well, yeah, yeah. okay? So when you make a decision and you give a school your commitment, you're giving, you know, they tell you right up front, you know, you're giving the school the commitment. And these top-level players, you know, I get it. I went through it in my career at Purdue. You know, I, I went to Purdue because I wanted to be the guy that followed Mike Phipps. Uh, so I was going to be a sophomore when he graduated and the job was wide open. Right. Well, they switched to the Houston gear and then they switched to the wishbone. Oh. So my career was never what I quite wanted it to be. Now, who knows why, but I stuck it out, ended up playing and things turned out well. I get it. 
you should have the right, especially a quarterback, to transfer and find your right spot. But I don't see why you can't sacrifice a little bit on your commitment that you made and say, listen, it's not working out for me. I'm willing to sit out a year and move uh, to the next spot. Jacob Eason is going to do it. He's a five-star. He's going to end up you know, getting his chance this year. Uh, and I, I think it's not the worst thing in the, year, the world to sit out a little bit, grow up a little bit, you know, hit a new school, and then come back a year later. Uh, I don't know why everybody's in such a hurry these days. I agree with you. I agree with you there, too, as well. It's just too much to keep up with, too. I mean, you have all these quarterbacks and players transferring without a penalty, and, and you're right. Uh, one year sitting out would not be the worst thing in the world. Uh, provided that they get the opportunity to transfer to the school they want to. Uh, the restrictions that some of these schools put on uh, certain players, uh, I think we agree that sometimes it, it could look like it's being, you know, it's petty or what, what have you. But, but I understand the competitive nature of coaches out there um, as well. But, uh, one, one other question for you, Gary, before we let you go. Uh, the college football playoff, it's at four teams right now. Do you think it's inevitable that it expands to six or maybe even eight? I do, but and, and, and let me say that in 2011, I was in the middle of that, uh, you know, kind of a rematch a talk between LSU and Alabama. You remember that? But yes. It on to be the expansion to uh, four teams. At that time, I felt that four would not work as well as two or six or eight. I thought four was an odd number because it eliminates some of these great conferences all the time, and sometimes even two conferences, it puts a lot of pressure on these different conferences. Think about it. They're out there trying to sell their conference, put together TV rights, you know, put together their fan bases with their alumni, and they're almost it's like musical chairs now. With two, it wasn't quite as embarrassing. You know, there were three conferences set out, but now when you're the only conference, I just don't like it as much. I thought they should have gone in at the time in 2011, on national TV proposed that they shouldn't go from two to four. They should go from two to six. Name the top two teams. The NFL gets it, okay? They understand the value of the season. They give buys to the top teams. The other four teams fight it out. And then you have the final four, which is, I think, synonymous with college sports, the final four in basketball, and really the final four in football would be, I think, the best way to do it. I do think, though, they're going to go right to eight. Interesting point from Gary Danielson there. You know, it's it's always better to have any, some sort of playoff, and and I think he brings up a really good point. To I I think it's working better to have the four than the two, though. I will say that in college football, I definitely will say that. But expanding this to six is the really the sweet spot because of the power five. What that enables this to happen is that basically every conference is represented. Now, we also know that in the Power Five, maybe that si- that uh, that sixth team is always going to be the worst one. But uh, this gives the ability for the two best teams in the country even maybe to get bye weeks. And I, and I think that they'll expand it to six or to eight. I don't think you need to go any further beyond that. And again, these kids are students. And they have school, too, and I think that gets lost a little bit. But the good news is, is I think the University of Central Florida, what they proved is that, yeah, I mean, you gotta you got to expand that thing a little bit further. Look, college football, they finally did the four teams. 
And look how long we had to do that. People don't even remember when there were two votes for college football champions, the AP and the UPI or something like that. I remember many years ago there were two college champions named. And then, of course, they had the BCS, and that's gone. I covered college football uh, in person when the BCS was around. I think I've probably been to, like, boy, like six or seven college football championships. I've been to a lot. That's pretty cool. I've seen... Yeah, I've seen the Gators um, win twice. I've seen uh, was it FSU beat Oklahoma two nothing or something? I went. I was at that, that was game. so boring. Oh, that was awful. I've seen Miami when they beat Nebraska. I saw Ohio State when they beat Miami. That was fun. I've been to a lot, and 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 there's nothing like those games. Like those games are not Super Bowls with like bad you know no fans there. Look, I take it back. The games are sold out of the Super Bowl. It's just very corporate. There's not a lot of crazy cheering back and forth. Those college football championships are awesome. And and look, I, I hope they can expand it. But for now, honestly, I'll take it. I'll take the four. It's better, it's better than two. And and yeah, you, you still could have those rematches. And, and look, LSU is going to be great this year. They're going to be sick. They got a new quarterback. They got a new offensive coach. There's a chance LSU could be the second best team in the country and Alabama could be number one. It is very possible. And they may end up playing twice again. But better have that than to go through all of this stuff and at the end of the year, we just have two teams in. So I'll take it. Coming up next, we'll do a little exit velocity and then we'll send it over to full-time fantasy coming up at the top of the hour. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish. Don't forget, 24-7, you can access our podcast by downloading it on iTunes. But also, make sure you rate it, like it, and subscribe it. Give me five stars if you wouldn't mind. I would appreciate it. We're going to send you off to the weekend with some exit velocity. That's coming up next. Don't go away. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. 
All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, final segment of the show here on Fantasy Sports Today, our football hour. And as I mentioned earlier in the program, next week we continue on with an hour of baseball and an hour of football. And uh, pretty soon we're going to kick it over into full-time football mode. Speaking of which, full-time fantasy is coming up next, so stay tuned to that. Before we get out of here, let's end with a little exit velocity. I feel the need, the need for speed. Exit velocity. Nice velocity. All right, we end the show with a little exit velocity today, and the subject matter has got to be, for the second day in a row, I think, Antonio Brown. Now, naturally, this is going to be a Pittsburgh media affiliate that's going to report that nobody can find Antonio Brown. They don't know where he is, and they don't know what he's doing. But this is the third pick in the first round of fantasy. That's a little bit of a question mark. We already had Melvin Gordon. We had Zeke Elliott. Now you got to put it on Antonio Brown, too. If he doesn't get back to camp and start playing in a little, you know, get a little practice time in, is he going to start missing games in the regular season too? How can you draft anybody in the first round of fantasy that's going to miss games? I, I can't uh, I can't see doing that. And indeed, that could be the case with Brown. Of course, he had the whole cryotherapy thing with his feet. This guy's the best receiver, one of the best in the history of the NFL. Can he just play? Can he just get there, figure this thing out so we don't have to worry about it? I got real drafts coming up in the next couple weeks. Like, real drafts coming up after week three of the NFL preseason. So can we please get him in camp, get him going? I hope so. And that is my exit velocity for today. That's our final segment of today's show. That's our final segment of the week. We are done for the week. It is off to the weekend we go. And thanks again to Sean all week long, making sure that we are off and running on this program and helping out with the guests and whatnot. And I uh, hope you have a good show today, Sean. You have a good weekend, too. Appreciate that for sure. Uh, also, I uh, want to thank Aaron Lemming for coming on the show. I look forward to speaking to you guys Monday morning. Well, morning for some of you. Monday afternoon for me at noon Eastern right here on Fantasy Sports Today. Coming up next, it is full-time fantasy. I'll talk to you after the weekend. Enjoy some of the football and the baseball as well. I'm Craig Mish, 
And Monday will be here before you know it. But for now, I'm off to the weekend. Have a great one, everybody. See ya.